0: Thanks for tuning in to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include forecasting rates, USDA changes, and a wrap of the last week in the bond market. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms and an excellence in firm culture by Inside Public Accounting several times. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Who predicted these inflation numbers that we've seen in recent months? These sky high numbers remind us that, as Dr. Michael Fratt and Tony, of the Mortgage Bankers Association, puts it, all forecasts are wrong, but some are useful. How are lenders planning for 2022? Our economy, and therefore mortgage rates, continue to be driven by virus news in the headlines. I was reminded by an emergency room doctor at a social event that all viruses attempt to mutate in an effort to spread faster, but typically become less lethal over time. We can expect mutations to be headline news for a long time to come, making it difficult to make forecasts. I received this note from a USDA representative after the commentary mentioned 2022 loan limits. Quote Your readers should know that USDA has two Section 502 housing programs. The smaller one is a subsidized direct loan program, with USDA making loans directly to low and very low income households in rural areas who cannot obtain credit elsewhere. These loans are held by USDA and are serviced from a USDA facility in St. Louis. These loans are not packaged into mortgage backed securities or transacted in the secondary markets. The other much larger program, The one of most interest to your subscribers is the unsubsidized guaranteed loan program in which private sector lenders originate, service, and sell to loans which are guaranteed by USDA. These loans are actively traded in the secondary markets. The loan limits you stated apply only to the smaller direct program. The much larger guaranteed loan program does not have loan limits. The maximum guaranteed loan amount is determined by affordability and the debt-to-income ratios. It is an affordability limit, and there are no loan limits comparable to conventional FHA or USDA direct loan limits. End quote. Thank you. Economic data over the last week continued to show a strengthening U.S. economy not yet experiencing any drag from the Omicron COVID variant. It was reported that consumer inflation during November was 0.8% and 6.8% over the previous 12 months, the highest yearly rate since 1982. The headline measure accelerated to 6.8% from 6.2%. Reinforcing expectations, the Federal Reserve will accelerate the wind down of its bond buying program at the central bank's final meeting of the year this week. Meanwhile, initial jobless claims for the week ending December 4th hit a 52 year low at 184,000. Job openings increased to 11 million at the end of October for only about 7 million unemployed workers. It is likely that employers will continue to face staffing challenges into the new year. Purchase mortgage applications fell during the week of December 3rd, but they have been up five of the last seven weeks. New and existing home sales rose during October, and the same is expected for November. Refinance applications are down 35.5% over the last year, and with inflation looking less transitory and more entrenched, the Fed will likely move quicker to reduce its monthly asset purchases. This will allow them to raise rates sooner in 2022 to combat inflation. Expect an upward shift in the dot plots following this week's FOMC meeting, as that CPI reading probably seals the deal that the central bank will step up the pace of tapering, although the Fed prefers the personal consumption expenditures, or PCE, index to measure inflation. Powell and his colleagues can take aggressive action in the first half of next year to bring inflation back to 2%, or just continue talking about how price growth will eventually slow without actual monetary policy tightening. Black Knight reported that origination activity slowed for the third consecutive month in what turned out to be a somewhat volatile month for interest rates. Overall rate lock volumes fell another 4.7% in October, after falling 10% in September and 6% in August, driven by yet another significant decline in rate and term refinance originations for the month, which were down 9.4%. That puts rate and term refis down nearly 65% from the end of the third quarter of 2020. Not very surprising given rising rates, but important to note that there are still some 11 million high-quality refinance candidates out there who could cut their first liens by at least three-quarters of a percentage point. Both purchase and cash-out lock activity declined as well, though they remain nearly 13% and 36% above where they were this time last year, respectively. Still, the declines brought overall origination activity to its lowest level since February 2020, prior to the onset of the pandemic. This week's calendar sees a load of central bank decisions from the US Federal Open Market Committee, the European Central Bank, and the Bank of England, and domestically, a potentially faster pace of tapering could be announced Wednesday afternoon with the statement and updated SEPs. With regard to MBS, Class B and C48-hour notifications are tomorrow and Thursday, respectively. The desk will conduct the last two operations on the current schedule today when they purchase up to $5.3 billion of 30 or 2% and 2.5%. In the afternoon, the Fed will release the new MBS and Treasury purchase schedules, as well as the MBS reinvestment estimate covering the mid-December to mid-January period. With no economic releases of note on the calendar today, we begin the week with agency MBS prices close to unchanged and the 10-year yielding one46 after closing last week at 1.49%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Last week, I was in San Diego and I met some chess enthusiasts in the hotel lobby. They just kept bragging about how good they are at the game. There's nothing worse than chess nuts boasting in an open foyer. (laughs) I'd like to thank today's sponsor, Richie May. For over 30 years, Richie May has been deeply involved in the mortgage industry to bring solutions and innovation through advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more about how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at Robrisman.com. Visit Robrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary to listen to or download past episodes of this podcast search mortgage news on any platform you get your podcast from